Hello, wisdom keepers and light bringers of the world. Welcome to the Rise Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Jordan, and I'm honored to facilitate a place for us to gather and hear the stories and wisdom from our relations. Thank you for being here. This podcast is listener-supported, and we ask that if you find value in these episodes, that you make a donation on our website, therisecollective.org, in service of our continued learning and community building. Before we begin, let's welcome the guardians and gatekeepers. We humbly ask for your protection and assistance today. May our listeners hear what they need to hear in service of their highest good. And so it is. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Rise Collective podcast today. I'm super excited to introduce you to Malada Gebermenon. She has practiced and taught in the field of feminine awakening for over 17 years, and she is known as a healer of healers. In 2013, during an extended retreat, Malada experienced a life-changing awakening to the great mother consciousness. And she was shown this evolutionary work, which she calls womb matrix healing. And that's her work in the world. And what is awakened through the womb matrix healing work is a feminine template for true and deep spiritual realization through the natural gateway of our womb. Malada offers global healing transmissions and activations deep healing and journeys, and um, she's a teacher and practitioner. Um, she, she also leads teacher and practitioner trainings. <clears throat> um, and I met Malada in Denver uh, last year, I think, or maybe a year and a half ago, at one of her womb matrix healing workshops, and it was really powerful. We ended up working together for um a time and it was really powerful for me so that's why I wanted to bring Melida on the show and introduce you to her and um so that she can share some of her wisdom around womb healing and um this great mother consciousness so welcome to the show Melida thank you so much i feel very blessed and honored to be with you i feel blessed and honored to have you here and I'm really excited for you to share with us. So um, let's start with, I just gave this overview of you, but um, do you have something that you want to tell us about yourself and your work? I know that you have um, this backstory of all of those years of yogi training that you did in, this, um, in that big awakening that you had in 2013. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what I'd love to start out from sharing is that my path really began um, from a place of deep suffering, as I think the spiritual path does for many women. It came from this place of realizing um, that something was missing for me in my life. You know, I had a great community. I had a great family. I was enjoying what, in general, you know, people would call a a lifestyle that was in some ways really blessed, and yet there was something very deep and profound missing for me. 
And Mm -hmm. I I had the deep intuition that it was from, you know, trauma that I had experienced as a child, my relationship to being a woman from that, and also from from an unknown and unreachable sense of fear inside of me, like unconscious, deep-seated fear. And this was something that, you know, on and off through my life plagued me at different times in really, really intense ways at different times in my life. And, and I knew that at some point I would need to deal with that fear that, that was arising for me because I really didn't have a context for it. I didn't know why it was there. It wasn't like something happened for me that created the fear. And yeah, it sounds like it was like a primal and unconscious yeah. fear. Very much so. And it would come to me in the middle of the night as a child and as a teenager. And, and, and so I knew that at some point I would need to face that and, and find out what was actually going on for me because when it did come, it was very intense. It was almost like phobia kind of fear. And, you know, honestly, that is the thing that ultimately drove me to my spiritual path. Wow, was needing powerful. to heal that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever articulated that before, but that's what's really um, coming into my awareness very strongly that would serve the women listening to this call because I think that the fear energy is being really activated right now in the in the collective of humanity. And for women, there is this primal fear of survival arising, you know, that's being Definitely. instigated by all the violence that's, that we're witnessing happening in the world. And, and so this energy of fear is, in my view, from a more collective field, omnipresent view, which is how I view things now in my past, um, this is the energy that's wanting to be healed in humanity, is this primal fear. Yeah, it, um, it occurs to me as um, an ancestral energy, an ancestral fear that's kind of mm-hmm. passed down. And mm-hmm. one thing that's um, coming up for me right now is, um, were you aware of that Me Too thing that went on yesterday? I've, I've, yeah, little glimpses of it here and there. I've heard of it, yes. Yeah, it kind of mm-hmm. overtook social media yesterday. And so I'm just aware of that right now. And thinking to myself that it seems um, divinely guided that we're talking about this today. Yes, it's absolutely perfect. Mm -hmm. So you were guided to your spiritual path um, around this fear, and how is that today? Like, how has it transformed? Oh, it's completely completely transformed in every possible way and by engaging fully with it and healing what was there the underlying causes of it which had many layers to it um then the state that i'm living in now that fear is not present and and i'm able to help other women to heal and resolve that same kind of fear and i do want to say that that fear in women in general is very, very intimately connected with our wounds. Mm-hmm. And our connection from our wounds with Mother Earth. And, you know, I think a lot of us know now about the chakras, the chakra system, the energy centers in our body. And yoga has done a great service to the collective field in educating people around that. And in women's body, our root chakra, and they don't teach this because in general, 
the yogic system was created for men and practiced by men in general, in, you know, for eons until now. Um, so the feminine anatomy is not really on the map. And which is, and the feminine anatomy is very distinct from the masculine anatomy. And so the root chakra in women, that which gives us stability, safety, groundedness, a sense of being held and supported in life, that chakra is actually in the cervix of women. Wow, and I didn't, didn't know that. Yeah, most people don't. But if you look in some, and this is something I just discovered from my own healing work, but then mm-hmm. I, a lot of times when I discover these things, I then kind of do research and see if it's, like, been discovered anywhere else, you know. <laughs> and when I did do the research, I found some of that information in sort of more obscure yogic lineages that said the wow. same thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yogic lineage that did make, and it only shows up in, in lineages that make a delineation between men and women. Okay. That's the only place it ever shows up is when they actually talk about those distinctions. And, and I'm, I'm getting that that's kind of rare that they have that distinction. Oh yes. Because it wasn't, it didn't come up because women weren't invited to practice yoga in India. Mm-hmm. It was it's a very rare thing until now, you know, until recent years, you know. So, so it never – and then when they did, were invited to teach it. It was most of the time taught by men, so all they're going to teach is about how their body works, of course. Right, right. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's really something I feel that needs to come into the field, especially for yoga teachers now, is that recognition that women are actually wired energetically differently than men. In a lot of ways. And when, so when I first engaged in my spiritual path, and I found my yoga teacher, it first began for me through yoga. I, I, she didn't even articulate this, um, this part of the cervix, but what she did absolutely teach us was the relationship between our wombs and the womb of Mother Earth and how vital that relationship is to our sense of feeling relaxed and grounded and safe in our bodies. Mm. And um, can you explain for those who don't know what you mean by the womb of Mother Earth? Yes. So just like in our physical bodies, we have these energy centers. Mother Earth is the macrocosm of our microcosm of our Earth. Our bodies are Earth bodies. They're made of the substance of Mother Earth. And she is actually a living being. And you'll find this in many ancient texts, too, that they describe Mother Earth as a living being. And in her body, her body meaning the planet, there are energy centers, just like there are energy centers in our bodies. So she actually has chakras as well. And Mm -hmm. so the very core of Mother Earth, what I call her molten gold core, is her womb. And it's an energetically... It's from her womb, from this molten gold core, which holds a huge and massive amount of life energy, that is the life pulse of the entire planet. And it's from her core, from her womb, that she feeds the life energy of every living thing on this planet. And so in women, 
we have an inherent because our bodies our bodies again and i think we forget this a lot of time in modern culture our bodies are earth bodies we were grown we were born and grown here on this planet as a part of mother earth mm. mm-hmm. and what that means to us in this context as women is that our wombs have an inherent connection with the womb of Mother Earth. There's an actual energetic channel, a very strong and powerful energetic channel that connects our wombs energetically with her core, her energetic core, which is a massive amount of life energy. And so when that energy channel is clear and open, then that's what creates the health and the vibrancy of our root chakra in women, which, again, comes through the cervix, what I call the cervical gateway. And because of all of the trauma that women have experienced now for eons that comes down not only through ancestral, as you said, it comes passed down through the DNA, but it also comes in from our own soul's previous incarnations. It carries over. Right. And so when you look at, the eons of trauma that women have endured for for millennia now, and it goes back way farther than most people realize. The eons of especially sexual trauma that, that women have endured, that, that sexual trauma then creates blocks and schisms and tears in the energy fields of our wombs and our cervix and this connection to Mother Earth. There are actual energetic blocks there. And so when we go into our process of healing at that level, when we really and truly want to know who we are and the immense power that we have as women, spiritual power I'm talking about here now, the Mm -hmm. immense, immense amount of spiritual power that we have, it becomes absolutely imperative that we go in and we heal these wounds at their core. And when the wounds are healed then, the energy channels naturally open back into their their original design, their divine design. And from there, everything blossoms open, both internally and externally in our lives. And it sounds like you have experienced this in your life. And right before this call, you were talking about how amazing everything is for you right now. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been through many, many years of, of this healing, not until I really awakened to wound consciousness did it actually start gaining momentum in my life. And so where I'm at now in that healing process in which I've healed many of my own past lives and helped many women to heal their past lives and their ancestral lineage and traumas from this lifetime that are held in the womb, what that process naturally brought me towards then was the area of the cervix in both my work with other women and with my own personal journey. And so this healing of the energy of the cervix and this channel, this inherent channel and connection to the womb of Mother Earth is a fairly recent occurrence in the work. This is about over the past, I want to say, like year or so that this has really been unfolding. And what I'm feeling and seeing and experiencing inside of myself through this healing is beyond words, empowering on every single level because this connection 
between our womb and the womb of Mother Earth is how our divine nature, our deep soul nature, roots into our earthly life experience. And our cervix itself, our cervix opens up into our womb on one end. She's a tube. Mm-hmm. And on one end, she opens up into our womb. On the other end, she then opens up through this channel into Mother Earth. And so this this area of the cervix is absolutely essential if we want to live an embodied life of spiritual realization as women. It sounds like this is a really essential part of spirituality for women. In- I, I absolutely feel that way. I, I, I would, I, I'm, I'm completely in the knowing of that now after having this opening in myself and what it has changed because I've had these massive spiritual awakenings for, it began for me, um, many years ago, but really took hold again. Like I, like I said, when I really started dropping into my womb consciousness about, and that was about five years ago. But since then, there has been an incredible momentum on this, on this awakening. And I keep opening to more vaster and vaster realms of consciousness that we call the great mother or the divine mother in all of life. And also deeper realms of my own individual soul presence, my own individual soul journey. So that place has been opening and unfolding for a really, you know, in a really deep and powerful way for years now. But as soon as the cervix gateway started opening, the way that that is being grounded into my everyday life experience from how I experience life in in every moment, whether I'm at the store, whether I'm in a conversation with someone, whether I'm paying my bills, whether I'm washing and doing the dishes, there is a remarkable difference in my ability to stay in those wide expanses of consciousness and the deep knowing of who I am as a soul even while we're in the quote-unquote mundane tasks in life. Mm-hmm. And this is all coming from the root of being able to root this vast expanse of consciousness that is my divine nature and my soul presence into the earth. I love so how that, you brought it. I love how you brought it into um, like your everyday mundane tasks in life. Yeah, well, I think a lot of us, uh, you know, especially these days when there's so much opening through yoga, through women's groups, through a lot of different um, avenues to begin to open to the more the more expanded sense of self that is divine consciousness. You know, there's lots of ways that a lot of people are beginning to open into those domains, and a lot of women especially are beginning to open and unfold into that that vastness that sense of of being connected with all of life, of being, you know, in communion with Mother Nature and every living thing. So those gateways are really starting to open for us. But then what happens, what we may experience is, you know, we go to this wonderful workshop or we take this amazing online course or we go to this retreat and we have these blasts of awakening and the sense of bliss and unfoldment, and we're like, I've got it, you know, this is it, I'm never going to suffer again, right? And, <laughs> yeah. then and then we leave the retreat, we finish the course, we walk outside our door, and someone says something rude to us, or someone cuts us off in traffic, 
Mm-hmm. Or we get a phone call about something, you know, we don't want to hear or we watch the news, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. bam, suddenly we hit up against a wall and we're confronted with what we view as, you know, the the real quote unquote world, you know, where the right. rubber hits the road. And then we we immediately come out of that state and suddenly we're in a place of discomfort and contraction and suffering. And then we think there's something wrong, right? We're like, oh, no, mm-hmm. I, lost, I lost the bliss. I lost the state. I have to get back to that place now. And then we go and we try to do our practice again. We go to another yoga class. We take another retreat or we do a mantra or we do an affirmation or all these ways that we've learned how to open into those vast expanses, which is fantastic. But I think what's missing in that picture for a lot of people is that when we encounter, when we come out of that moment and we encounter that level of discomfort, and suffering and pain that we're confronted with every time we open the computer um, and we get the news now in, of, of what's going on in the world. You know, we're really confronted with this. Mm-hmm. That, and, and we mistake that for something different than our spiritual path. Right. And I what love, I think is... I love that. Yeah, I think it's really, really important for people to understand that anything that arises for us, whether it's in response to the news or something that happens in our lives, whether it's in response to, um, you know, a car accident we got in, anything, the nitty-gritties of life and our relationship to those things is an integral part of our spiritual path, an integral, integral part of that. And it's not until we're able to weave those two together, those wide expanses of what we experience in our moment of revelation and the nitty-gritty of our everyday life. It's not until those two can merge into one vast experience of who we are and why we're here as a soul that we really land in our sense of self, our ability to make a difference in the world, and our very raw experience of life. And that all happens through our cervical gateway as women. All of this integration yes. of everyday life and um, those vast experiences happens through the cervix. Yes. Mm. A vast majority, I wouldn't say all, because, you know, there's things to be healed and cleared in the heart and in the womb, but the vast majority of that kind of relationship where we open into these wide expanses and then suddenly contract again into, oh, my gosh, now it's the real world. Now it's, you know, now I've got to, you know, pay the bills or now I've got to. So this this experience of expansion and contraction and experience and, and contraction, when the cervical gateway opens, that is the fundamental thing that changes. And how, um, what is your practice for that? Like, how do you do this work? Well, the very, very first, well, I think the very, very first step to that, to the many layers of healing that have to happen in order for that gateway to fully open. But the very first step in which we can feel immediate results is by opening our breath into our womb and bringing our breath deep enough that we can feel ourselves, our wombs, breathing with the womb of Mother Earth. 
So it's a very tangible practice, a yogic practice even, of breathing That's from right. our wombs with the womb of Mother Earth. And that, that will immediately begin to open that channel for women. That seems really easy and tangible. It is. It's a, it's a fantastic step because when you start to do that, what begins to happen is first you get the energy from Mother Earth, you know, all of this beautiful life energy that she feeds the entire planet with. That begins to then rise up through that channel and fill your womb. So immediately you begin to feel this sense of deep nourishment, of relaxation, and of being held, which is absolutely vital for women. Feeling held. Yeah. Yeah, feeling supported, feeling held, feeling embraced, feeling nourished by Mother Earth herself, which will never go away as long as we're in a physical body, you know. People will come and go from our lives. Our parents will pass away. You know, all of the human beings that we cling to will eventually fade from our experience at one point or another. As long as we're in a human body, Mother Earth will never go away. Yes, she's the great mother. She's always there. Yeah. So just in fundamental spiritual orientation, Mother Earth is the most tangible place that we can turn to to find stability in ourselves, to find a sense of safety, to find uh, an inner resource that will nourish us on every level in any moment in our lives, no matter what's going on. Yeah, um, I've, I've definitely experienced that. And um, there seems to be a big um, movement happening around, like, nature as medicine and um, as therapy, and, Absolutely. Um, especially for children, because there's mm. kind of this um, um, separation. And, um, like, kids don't get enough recess time. One of my friend's child um, told me the other day that she has 15 minutes for recess. <laughs> so wow. there seems to be a big... Um, kind of knowing that we need more of that going on just scientifically but Mm -hmm. spiritually there are we have this knowing that we can be held and nourished by mother earth yeah and i and i would love to also bring forward that um, there can still be this sense of diminishment of the import of that the importance of that, that it's, it's not just about, um, feeling good. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, there is, it's, it's absolutely essential to the survival of, of humanity now that we re- make those connections real and tangible and felt in our primal beingness. And that's the level that I'm talking about here. I'm talking about a primal connection. To Mother Earth that can only happen through our energetic bodies. You know, so there, there can be this incredible heart connection with Mother Earth. 
there can be this sense of love and devotion and even these huge openings and communion when we're in, when we're out in Mother Nature. But it's not until this actually, this primal connection is restored that it really lands as a felt and lived experience in every moment, whether we're inside, indoors, or outdoors, whether we're on the phone or whether we're, you know, out taking a walk. You know what I mean? And yeah, I love that yeah. distinction. Yeah, I think it's super important because I really want people to take this home, what I'm talking about here, if nothing else, to restore that connection between our wombs and the womb of Mother Earth is of the utmost importance for every woman. What do you imagine would be, so to me, this is this is um, occurring as a very life, not only life-changing, but world-changing um, force and idea and um, and I'm curious, what do you imagine might happen if every woman in the world or in the U.S. or if every, if this reached, if your work reached a tipping point, what would, what do you think that that would look like? Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic question. Well, I'd like to give a little bit of background on that first because I think it's, it's important to understand the magnitude of what I'm talking about. It's important to understand the magnitude of what lies in our wombs as women. And so we all know, obviously, we're able to birth life through our wombs, right? We're able to bring a human soul from the realms of the deep soul, uh, primordial womb of life is what I call it, is where the soul is always at rest. Mm-hmm. We're able to bring that soul through our bodies into physical form and then birth that soul through our wounds. This is immense, immense, immense power, immense power. And I think that sometimes we still take that for granted. I know that some women who have had children have felt like the incredible magic and beauty of that. But then a lot of women, they actually bear children without even tapping into the magnitude of what they're doing. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Definitely. Wow. When you really feel into it, it's like, wow. We are, our, our wombs are literally the gateway through which life comes into form. Yeah. And And I remember one thing you said in our workshop was that, um, I'm pretty sure it was you that every every life comes from a woman's womb. Every human life, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every human life. So far, and... anyway, as far as we know. I mean, I know there's, there's cloning things and that kind of thing going on. But, you know, yeah. as far as we know. <laughs> that felt really profound to me. Like, I don't think I have thought of it bef- uh, like that before. Like every yeah. single, yeah. Um, yeah, so our wounds are a portal. Our wounds are our portal through which human life takes form. Mm-hmm. All of human life, not just some of it. <laughs> All of it <laughs> takes yeah. form through women's wounds. Now, when we take that a step further, and then we take a deeper look at what happens while the, the life is forming in a woman's womb. 
So there's the, the you know, all of the matter itself is forming and unfolding. The, what we talk, call the chakras now, the energy field that are, you know, really coming much more into mainstream consciousness, those are forming as well while in the womb. What's mm-hmm. being known now, even by science, is that emotions then are also forming while we're in the womb. While we're developing in our mother's womb, we're actually feeling everything that our mother is experiencing. And this is actually proven by science in epigenetics. We're actually, they're, they're not using the same words. You know, they're taking it as like we get the, the patterning or, the, you know, that. But, you know, they've done all these experiments, you know, where they really have discovered that we're actually like sponges when we're in the womb of our mother. And, our, and her experience is intimately connected to our experience. And so when I take women on these journeys to go back into the time in utero, inevitably, they, every woman actually that I've taken back there, which has been quite a few, that they remember experiencing their mother's suffering. And they remember not only experiencing it, but then taking it on into their own bodies. And so in the process of healing, of course, these patterns need to be given back. But what I really want to to really explore and open the awareness into is the massive power that we have to shape life, human life, as women. And we shape that life not only through the, the power of being able to form matter in our wounds, but being able to form consciousness and energy in our wounds. Mm. That's what's going on there. And so if we have women healing to the extent that this connection, the primal connection to Mother Gaia, to the womb of Mother Earth, where we're experiencing and receiving her life energy into our wombs in every given moment, if the mother is in that state while she's gestating a child, what is that child going to receive? That child is going to receive that consciousness, that energy pattern, that physical orientation of being deeply at one. Because this is when you open up that channel, it goes beyond just being connected to Mother Earth. You realize you are at one with her, which is an entirely different state of being. If you realize you are at one with Mother Earth, you cannot kill her. You wouldn't. Why would you? Why would you kill yourself? You, there's, it's, it's, it's a primal knowingness that doing damage to Mother Earth is doing damage to yourself. So in the wider scope of things, women do, moving through the healing that needs to happen to restore that connection has an absolutely direct effect on the state of humanity, and on the planet herself. Yeah, that's really profound. I'm just imagining, um, I'm imagining a world where you could work with every woman right now in the world, and they all 
many of them reproduce, and then those children would be like a new race of human beings in a way. Yes. Well, that's it. Well, here's here's one thing I'd like to bring into the conversation is that my my in my vision in my dream in my work I would even say it's not just vision and dream in my work mm-hmm. it's not about me working with every woman that would be mm-hmm. ridiculous <laughs> you know I think yeah. only one of me you know and although <laughs> although I have I have developed spiritually I will say this. There is a place that you get to spiritually and comes through this connection with Mother Gaia where you are able to work on the collective field, on the actual collective DNA and all of that, you know, but that's a whole nother level of conversation. But that does happen, and I am in that place now. However, it is very, very, very clear to me that the only way that this is actually really going to make a huge difference in the world is if other women are teaching this also. Are, are helping other women to heal, that this, again, becomes alive in the consciousness. You know, just like yoga has become alive in the consciousness or, you know, doing breath work has become alive in the consciousness or meditating has taken such a hold that this, the, the importance of this connection with the womb of Mother Earth becomes a matter of fact. And that can only happen by way more people teaching it than me. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, I think that's the answer to my question that I um, told you I had thought of earlier of why why is it important to you to heal healers? That seems like yeah. that's the answer to that question. That's it. Yeah, because then I know, and I got clear on this a long time ago, you know, in just in my own inner inner recognition of my purpose, what what they call in Sanskrit my dharma, my divine purpose in life, which all of us have one. My particular one happens to be to bring this womb consciousness alive on the planet. And when I inquire into, okay, what's the most effective way to do that? And it is, it was clearly and still is very clearly teach women that are teaching others. You know, then it's the, then it's guide women who are guiding others, help women to heal that are helping other women to heal. You know, then it becomes this ripple effect that can that can very easily and gracefully and organically spread through the consciousness of humanity, just like yoga has, just like meditation has now. Mm. That's amazing. I feel really inspired and excited hearing that. It's so exciting. It's really, it's exciting. It's deeply nourishing. It's empowering. You know, I, I in this, in this place, I truly, truly feel that we literally have the world at our fingertips as women. You know, we have a very tangible way to make an impact on the planet. Yeah, we do. That is so, uh, it feels so good to me to consider that. And yeah, um, yeah. I feel like I'm having some, I want to talk to you after this a little bit about um, your programs as well, which I think you're going to share with everyone. Um, Mm -hmm. So we talked about the, this importance of um, awakening our connection with between the earth of mother, or the womb of mother earth and our wombs. And um, 
I'm wanting to hear a little more about um, past lives and mm. um, kind of that side of your work because I I remember that being a big a big it's huge consideration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what began to happen for me as as the womb as as my womb began to awaken as I began to remember this really vital area of consciousness that is the deep power of every woman, right? What began to happen spontaneously for me was that my past lives began to arise to be healed. And as I mentioned before, those those traumas, those wounds are carried over from past lives, and they're actually carried over through what I call the karmic matrix, which is an actual energetic uh, it's an energetic field that carries over, and it's a template, like an energy template, that when we begin to gestate in our mother's womb, when we're actually beginning to form, that template comes alive, and it actually shapes our physical body. This is really important to understand. So that, that karmic template is formed from all of the experiences in our past lives, both the massive experiences of connection and revelation and the spiritual openings, as well as our deepest traumas. Hmm. So our and bodies so, and our souls are formed from all of our past lives. And yeah, our souls are not formed from that. Our souls are eternal. Our soul, right. Yes. And then, but, as but our body reincarnates and our energy. Yes. As the soul comes into the womb of, of their mother in utero, then those, they carry those karmic templates in them. And I kind of liken it to like you put on a piece of clothing. You know, you can take that clothing off, you know, when you leave the body and you move back into your eternal soul state, right? Mm-hmm. But when you come in and in between lifetimes, you're in that eternal soul state. And actually, on another on another level of things, you're always there. You never leave that place, right? But when you incarnate actually into your mother's body, then you take on this clothing of the, the karma, the karmic matrix, which is not only like, you know, we hear so much about karma these days, about past actions and how that you have to then, you know, make amends for past actions or learn from them or whatever. That's true. But I'm, what I'm talking about here is on the actual physical and energetic level. That even, you know, traumatic experiences of death are registered in that karmic matrix. And they actually take a lot of time, sprout in our energy fields as places that we have imbalance in our bodies today. Which then leads to why there's so many cervical imbalances in women today, so many imbalances in the ovaries, in the womb, in the cervix, in the breast. On the deepest, deepest, deepest level, a lot of these imbalances, these weak spots in our energy field come in with us from traumas that we've experienced in past lives. Wow. Yeah, it's big. It's big to really kind of rest into that because, you know, you can you can go to doctors and surgeons and everything, you know, and a lot of people do forever, and it's not until they start doing their deeper healing work that they realize that there's an actual reason why disease is happening, an energetic and an emotional reason. And what I'm talking about here is taking it to the deepest reason possible, which is what, what whenever you awaken to your womb, 
you awaken to the depths of who you are, the deep, deep, deep knowingness of self. And so the, the womb, your womb, will always bring you into the deepest part of who you are as a soul. And so when we're looking at healing, then as we begin to address these places in the womb and these traumas, you know, remember at the beginning I, I, I told you that I had these fears, these unreasonable fears, because I hadn't actually had anything happen to me that would create that, right, right. in this lifetime. So in my process of healing, I had to keep going deeper. And where keeping going deeper, keep and I kept asking my soul to show me, okay, where did this begin? How did these fears, and I, then I started being taken into past lives. And then that's how all of my work with, with healing the karmic imprints of women has, has come from that, from my own learning of healing myself. Was that when you um, were on the extended retreat? Mm-hmm. That's when it started. started. Asking those questions? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how it started for me. And then it's continued until today. And I've, and this, this, which has unfolded now into the realization that we can heal our bodies and our energy fields by healing these deeper levels of karma. I feel so clear on how this works. It seems, just from listening to you, it seems so logical to me. It's incredibly logical. It's incredibly, incredibly logical. And it's, it's, it's amazing that, um, we haven't really been able to, I would say that, you know, honestly, we've just been in survival mode until now as women. Mm-hmm. We've been just trying to survive. I mean, look at what we've been through for thousands of years. You know, and although we, there is, it does seem on the surface, like we're in a more a violent period of time. We actually are not. We're in one of the least violent times, physically violent. There's a lot of energetic violence going on, but I'm talking about physical, life-threatening violence times in many millennia on this planet. Hmm. And when you start doing the deeper soul work, you see that. You see what we used to live in. And it was way worse than what's going on right now. So we actually, as Western women, are in a place right now where we've developed a certain level of equality. I'm not saying we're totally there yet, but we've developed a certain level of equality, a certain level of safety, a certain level of feeling, you know, a bit sovereign within ourselves, that we can now begin to ask these deeper questions. And we can now move into the deeper levels of our spiritual foundation that it takes deep introspection. It takes a willingness to go there in order for the healing to happen. And we're just now being having the free space in our consciousness because we're not in survival mode, physical survival mode anymore, to be able to do that. So it's a really, um, this time in history is a turning point. Absolutely. Absolutely. And women are pivotal, absolutely pivotal in that turning point. And I I wanted to, I want to really say that again, too, because I think with all the things going on in the news and everything, you know, that the two things can happen. First of all, we can move into a place of fear, unreasonable fear, you know, because that's what's actually being stirred up in the field, right? 
And the second thing that can happen is we can start really um, bashing our culture. And yeah. seeing that happen a lot, you know. And mm-hmm. that's totally understandable as well because obviously there are some very dysfunctional and unhealthy and really scary things going on here. I'm not saying that there aren't. But mm-hmm. I will also say from my perspective of having healed many, many lifetimes, 10,000 years back, that there has, and I'm saying this really strongly and I'm inviting everyone to hear this at whatever level that you can, okay? There has mm-hmm. never been a safer time for women to step into their full power on this planet. I'm going to say that again because this is a huge, huge, huge thing for women to really relax into. That there has never been a safer time for women to step into their full power, their full spiritual power on this planet. Hearing that, I feel very relaxed. Good. I'm so (laughs) happy to hear that because a lot of times what we're seeing, you know, what I see in women as they begin to open spiritually is this fear arises. And that of like, oh, I could be persecuted or whatever, you know, and it's like, yes, because that's actually happened to you in the past. Mm -hmm. But where we are today, in this culture, in this world today, there is very, very little likelihood that that's going to happen. Yeah, um, I've talked to a lot of women who have that they have that primal fear um and um one woman that i talked to recently said that she went back in her um lineage and there was someone who um in salem massachusetts during the witch trials Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. yeah that's very that's a very real thing but absolutely love i love that um statement that you just said and it feels really true to me when you say it and yeah historically like you said it is true yeah I mean I'm a soul as many of us are that has incarnated in many different cultures around the world Mm -hmm. for eons now I've seen it all I've been through it all and I can tell you we have never been as safe as we are today and that's even logistically true. If you really look at look at things, it's even logistically true. On like you know, there's been research done about how much violence there is and all of that, you know. But mm-hmm. what I'm really inviting here is that because it takes time and layers for healing to happen, for the actual fears to be healed, but to allow the greater consciousness, the deeper knowing that we are, to recognize the reality that we're living in. And the reason why we feel that there's more violence is because that's what's being put on the news. Yeah, that's very true. You know, but it's actually not true that that there is more violence in the world today. It's not true at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I really, I, I really, and especially for women as in our culture, let me just say that that's not true in all cultures, but in our culture, which is a blessing, where we live in the United States right now, there is slim to no chance that you will be actually physically harmed for stepping into your full spiritual power and bringing it forward for the world right now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wanting to have you talk about your programs and um, like what are the next steps for women who are wanting to, um, first of all, wanting to heal and second of all, wanting to be part of this movement that you're creating. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for, for inviting me to share about that. Well, I have a lot of uh, um, different things going on right now, but then the main thing that I'm inviting women to experience is first the opening to Mother Gaia, to Mother Earth, and that then once that opening is has begun to be experienced, then you have the inner resources to work on the healing, the levels of healing that, that need to come up, you know, that are coming up to be healed. So what I'd love to direct women towards is a um, it's a seven day activation that I call Womb of Gaia Rebirth, and it's very very powerful. I've had a lot of women take this journey, and it's been super super powerful in them being able to restore that connection with the womb of Mother Earth from their own womb. And then of course in the process of that, you begin to realize things that need to be healed, you know, and then you can take the next step. You know, but for now, that's the main thing that I feel is the most important thing for women and that I want to reach far and wide is to just begin to restore that connection and be able to feel that nourishment from Mother Earth, which I bring through in these it's seven activations that are done over the course of seven days, or you can spread it out. It's all pre-recorded. Um, and then you're invited also into a, a, a field on Facebook sisterhood community on Facebook in which you can feel like held and supported and nourished through that opening. So that's called the Womb of Gaia Rebirth Journey and it's on my website which is wombmatrixhealing.com wombmatrixhealing.com and forward slash Gaia G-A-I-A dash rebirth. So I'll say that all together one time. wombmatrixhealing.com forward slash Gaia dash rebirth. So that's how you go directly to the journey. And that's the thing I recommend for women the most. And then, of course, if you want to explore my website and other things that are available there, you can take a look at those too. Yeah, I'm on your email list. And there um, are also a lot of beautiful courses coming through it seems like so I highly recommend getting on the email list and yes um, I think you do that when you sign up for the the Gaia rebirth absolutely absolutely yeah that's just the most potent way to begin to restore that connection and I just the feedback that I've gotten from that particular journey is that it's been hugely life-changing for women and it's something that you can refer to again. I mean, you have the recordings, so you can listen to them again and again, and that they will continue to make that connection and your lived experience of it more and more powerful the more you listen to the transmission. Beautiful. I love that you're giving that away to people, and um, it seems like a a big gift. So um, It is. It's a huge gift. And it's really, it's one of my um, my most joyous offerings to Mother Gaia herself as well, to all of life and to Mother Gaia. It's so funny, whenever I meditate on, like, I continue to ask the question, how can I serve? How can I serve? And I always get the same answer from, but from Mother Gaia, from Mother Earth herself. 
she so she this is what she always comes back to me with bring them to me oh that's it like and no matter how i spin it no matter how i ask okay what's the next program what do i do? bring them to me it's that <laughs> simple i'm like okay <laughs> oh, she's very persistent yes <laughs> she knows what she wants Exactly. And she's always like, okay, you know, it doesn't matter how you do it, just do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So most of my work is geared towards that now, you know, and all of the healing work that needs to happen in order for that fully coming home to her to take place. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Melida. This has been so I feel great for right listening my, to you. That's my point. <laughs> Yay. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I'm super excited to share this with everyone. And um, let me know if there's anything I can do to further your work. And um, I feel really excited about it. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me to be with you, Carrie. And it's been absolutely joyous and wonderful to share to share this gift with you. And I look forward to seeing how things unfold. And I want to just tell all the women who are listening to this podcast, you know, that there is so much opportunity for us in this coming home to Mother Gaia. There is so much goodness there, so much grace, so much love, so much nourishment, so much aliveness. You know, so I really invite and welcome you to, in whatever way, whether it's through my programs or in your own way, is to really embrace the possibility that she is inviting us into right now. So thank you so much for spending this time with me.